Hey everyone, how are you guys doing? Um, so today we're going to talk about why your offer sucks and what we can do in order to revive it. What we can do so that it converts more, it easily converts more and so you don't have to convince people to or you don't have to like explain people that your offer is really really good. It explains itself pretty much and it converts well. In fact, by implementing the strategies that I'm going to share with you guys in this episode, you can actually increase your conversions by 100%. And who knows, maybe more than that, okay? So 10x your conversions after implementing the strategies that I'm going to share with you guys in this episode. Stay tuned. First of all, I'm going to walk you through the four components of a great converting offer. Now, there are actually five, but two are club into one category, and so there are four, okay? Then, I'm going to talk about why missing on even one component of these four components, you could really put your whole offer, put the sales into Jeopardy. So... If you ignore even one of the components, you're going to miss on sales, to put it simply, okay? So we're going to talk about what all these four things are and what needs to be done in each of these. I'm going to deep dive into each one of these individually and what you need to do in order to have more sales and what you can do to actually revive each component of the four that I'm going to talk about with you guys today. Okay, so the four components of a converting offer are number one, a promise, okay? Second, the package. Three, price. Number four, guarantee, all right? <laughs> now, let's talk about the promise first. Now, most of you guys think that promise means the course topic, okay? So, for example, you are a weight loss coach, right? And you are teaching how to lose weight uh, without exercise or without any medication and without heavy, you know, strict diets. So without going on strict diets, without exercising every single day, seven days a week, how you can lose weight, right? That's what you're teaching people. Now, many of you think that's the promise, but... That's the problem number one that we are discussing, that this is not a promise, okay? A promise is when you tell people or when you somehow explain people that by the end of the course, by the end of the program, they will be able to see a change in their internal scenario, internal feelings, how they see themselves, okay? How they feel about themselves etc etc and what they are able to see what they are able to achieve in the external world so that's like the you know tangible thing and and how they feel is basically the intangible thing so for example when you help someone you know in losing weight 
then after you're doing your program and after implementing your strategies, they lose weight. And when they lose weight, how do they feel? They feel confident. They feel that they belong. They feel that, you know, they feel good about themselves. Okay. Now, I also want to say one more thing over here that, you know, when, and this is, this is like a, you know, something in parenthesis, <laughs> when this is, this goes to all people who are a bit, you know, on the heavier side, your body is a temple and we all know that. And the way you show up and how confident are you in doing things has nothing to do with your body or how weight how much weight do you have okay so if you are anyone this goes straight to all those people who feel that it's their body that is not that is acting as a hindrance to where they want to be right i just want to say you straight from my heart that your weight your body does not define you okay so you can be on the heavier side and still be confident. You can be on the heavier side and still be, still have a feeling of belonging, right? I mean, still belong to, uh, still hang out with your friends, still hang out with people and all of that. So be confident either way. <laughs> now, anyway, let's say, um, let's get back to the topic. So you're a coach and you're teaching people how to lose weight and say people finish your course or program and now they feel confident, they feel more energetic, they feel light, they feel like they can do more in a day, they feel more active. So that's how you're making them feel internally. So you're pro not only are you providing them a physical change, something that they can see, because once you lose pounds, you see that your waistline is, you know, way, it's trimmed. <laughs> You can see that you you are you can now fit in a smaller size. All of that at the same time, internal feelings. Okay, so when you're making a promise, it's fundamental that you tell people or you show people that not only will this bring them a physical change, but also an internal change. And it should be pretty self-explanatory. Like you don't have to go beyond and, you know, really start explaining that what your offer can do for them. It's like someone visits your sales page and they take a good 10 minutes journey, but they don't understand what, where they are going, right? It's like, you know, they are spending all their time and they want to be, because your sales page looks good to them, so they are engaged, they are, um, they, they are consuming the information, but still they are unsure where you're going to take them, okay? They don't know where the destination, what the destination is. So the promise plays an imperative role, okay? Now the problem, the mistake that most course creators make is that they forget about this internal and external change shift and they only focus on the course title because in their head in their mind they think that course title is the promise okay so we need to work on that and if we do that well we are very close to creating a converting offer all right 
Let's talk about the next component. And the next component is an interesting one. It's called package. So the first one is P for promise. Second one is P for package. All right. Now this has two sub subcategories or subcomponents. Number one is your course, your paid content, some content that people are paying for. Okay. And the second one is the bonuses, the incentives that you're providing them. Now, so many people think that providing a course, the job is done. No, people need these bonuses. I'm sorry to say, but incentives and bonuses play a major role in converting people. Most people skim through. The first thing that they'll see on your page, on your uh, sales page or your offer post is the promise. Now, once the promise is clear to them, then they will skim through and read, go to the straight away, go to the bonuses, really. <laughs> and this is so common, my friends. I cannot explain, I cannot um, give you a number, but I think 99% of the people, once the promise is clear to them, they skim through and they straight away go for the bonuses, the incentives. What is it that they're getting in, you know, that? that particular um, price, okay? So, or they skim through and they straight away go to see the price. And once they've seen the price, then they go to the bonuses. And once that is clear to them, so the uh, first thing, the step one is the promise. And once the promise is clear to them, they jump straight away to the price. When the price is okay, or they wanna justify the, you know, they in, in their mind, in their heart, they are seeking the justification to that price that you are asking them, then they would go to the bonuses because now they want to self-justify that thing, okay? So that's the third step that they will take. So your incentives, your bonuses are so important. And at the same time, your course, because once uh, they've taken a look at the price, they've taken a look at the bonuses, the incentives, then they go to your curriculum, the modules. All right. So now let's talk about the course first. Now, when I say course, you know, it's basically your your main program. Now, it can have five modules or it can have six or it can even have 10 modules, depending on uh, what is your promise and how many days, how much time uh, it will take for people to, you know, to reach that outcome and how many steps uh, will it take for them to reach that destination from the baseline, from the scratch, or whatever your topic is, right? So how I do it is I'm going to quickly walk you through. I'm going to quickly tell you a method that I follow uh, to decide your outline, your program outline. Now, think of the destination and think of the baseline, okay? Think of point A and think of point Z. Now, how many steps will it take for people to go from A to C, okay? Now, those are your modules, all right, the steps. Now, under each step, how many steps they need to take in order to uh, complete that particular um, step, right? So that module, those become your lessons. Now, this is the easiest way and traditional way of creating an outline. There are obviously different ways to create outlines, and uh, I talk about all of those methods in my course and my program, but for now, this is the easiest way, all right? Now, it's not about, and now you don't have to have all of those steps, all of those lessons and modules under 
like you, so so you sit down you brainstorm and you come up with let's say 20 steps uh in order to go from point a to point z okay now under each one of those you have another five steps so then it becomes 20 into 500 steps okay but you don't want to create a course that long unless it's like a 12 month program or like 6 months um you know program so if you're just offering like a course, you know, a signature course, and I don't think it makes sense to add so many lessons. It's only going to be, um, you know, overload of information and people will bored. People will feel bored after consuming some of your lessons and they just don't want to binge anymore. Okay. And so, so yeah, so I think the, the, the fundamental, so the important thing that you have to take care here is you don't, bombard people with irrelevant information something that you can instead offer as free content so make sure that whatever you're putting in your course is strictly related to the how to the steps that they need to take okay to the how and it could be explaining your methodology it could be explaining how you would do things and etc cetera, etc cetera. and so anything that is related to what and why just, you know, pick that thing and put it in the free content. Now, another thing that you need, that you can do here is whatever you feel can, is a little bit more advanced for your audience. Just pick those steps, club them, okay, and create bonus modules and either offer them as bonuses or just say that, um, you know, I'm going to be doing some advanced trainings and, you know, just pick pick up those lessons, pick up those uh, modules, and then give them as bonus trainings. So, for example, you're doing a course on um, how to create content to attract your audience on social media. Now, you are teaching everything about content, but then there's an advanced, uh, you know, advanced uh, strategy or a concept that you can teach people uh, that is uh, related to your NLP, okay? Or that is related to your advanced persuasion. Now, you don't need to put all those topics in your course, okay? Your course can be simple, basic, so that people don't feel overwhelmed. And these advanced trainings, you can offer them as bonuses. So here, these are the two ways that I, that I uh, kind of use to, you know, reduce the content overload when I'm creating a course or when I'm helping my clients to create their course. So one is that I, um, you know, eliminate all the what and why of the content. And the second thing that I do is anything advanced, I offer it as bonuses. And um, yeah, after doing these two things, then I move on to the next thing, which is what else can I offer as bonuses? What else can I offer as incentives? Now, sometimes people also ask this question that how many bonuses should they offer? How many incentives should they offer on top of their main course, main program? Sometimes people also ask that how many bonuses should we provide according to the price point? So, for example, somebody is um, offering somebody has priced their course at $997 while uh, someone, you know, another person has priced their course at $497 while another person has priced their course at $2,000 or $49, you know. Um, so you don't have to provide 
And obviously, I mean, obviously, all of these programs may or may not have the same number of bonuses, like there is no fixed number, okay? So how do we decide on bonuses? So the answer is, there's no fixed number, whether you are providing, whether you're offering your course at $2,000 price point or a low ticket price point, okay? So there's no fixed number on how many incentives, how many bonuses you should have. The only thing that should determine your bonus stack is what kind of problem your course is solving and what are the hurdles, what are the objections people who want to join your program or who can join your program have. And can you, using your bonuses, eliminate those objections? This is the fundamental rule. If you're listening to this episode and if you understand this thing, trust me, your offer problem is gone. Okay? It's, it's reduced to nothing. So your bonuses should basically be based on what are the objections that the people have? What are the objections that people who are willing to join your program or your course or who are willing to work with you will have? And now these objections you want to handle outside of your program, right? Because these are the topics that you cannot cover in your program, right? So for example, somebody would say, I do want to create a course, but I don't have money to spend on video editing. Now, how will I as a coach, as a business coach, as an online course coach, solve this problem? Well, I'm going to give you, give them a video editing software for free. And if that seems expensive to you, then I will probably offer them a discounted video editing services from one of my team members. So if you're listening to this episode until this point, I'm sure you understand the importance of everything that we are talking about, all the different components. So we are talking about the promise, and now you know why promise is so important. Right, Because if you cannot convey how, what change your promise, your course is going to bring there in their life, it's kind of, you know, whether you create five modules or you create nine modules or whatever your bonus stack is, people will not understand the value of your program. Okay, you can offer people a video editing software, you can offer people a free video editing service, but if the promise is not clear, you know, it doesn't help, <laughs> right? Another thing, let's say you are able to convey a promise, you know, effectively, but you're not able to handle the objections. People are still stuck thinking that they cannot create an online course because they don't know video editing or they don't know how to create sales pages. They're stuck there, right? What's the point of communicating your promise so well if the bonuses suck? Okay? Now, at the same time, let's say you have a great promise and you've conveyed it well. Let's say you have awesome offers, I mean, sorry, (laughs) bonuses and incentives, and people are just falling over them, like drooling over them. People are just ready to pay you. 
but your modules, your actual program doesn't have everything that people want to learn. Or for that matter, let's say they, you know, let's say because of the promise and because of the bonuses, people buy your program. But they realize that your program doesn't have anything or everything that can help them. So what? They are going to ask for refunds, won't they? Obviously they will. <laughs> okay, so that brings me to the next component that is price, my friend. So many people fear, how do we price our program? How do we price our program so we don't lose money? So we don't lose uh, money on the table? <laughs> so price is such a, such a you know, task for people. But really, it is, it is, there's only um, two or three ways to identify your price. Um, one is what kind of audience you want to attract. Do you want to attract driven people? Do you want to attract high-paying clients? Well, go for premium pricing. But at the same time, make sure that you have conveyed your promise and you have you know, great uh, incentives for these people because they will want that it pays off. At the same time, some people fear that what if we overprice our program or what if we undercharge our program? So it's obvious that if you underprice your program, you're going to lose money on the table. And there's no such thing like overpricing your course, really. Whatever price, whatever number you have in your mind, you can match your program, you can match your offer to that price, okay? So always start with the number. Always start with what you want your customers to pay you and not how much is it worth, how much they would be willing to pay, not just ignore, just forget all those questions. Just think of how much you want people to pay you, how much you want to be, you want to get paid. So if I don't want to get paid $10,000, I have to match my program to $10,000. It's as simple as that. Okay? And that means if I want to be paid $10,000, but I'm charging only $5,000 or let's say, you know, $1,000, that means I'm underpricing. Okay? <laughs> so it's how you see things. It's how you see things. It's all in the perception. It's all in, in your mind. So it's as simple as that. If I want my customers to pay me $1,000, I want my program to match that price. And how do we do that? Well, that's why we are creating this offer. We are creating an offer that matches $1,000. We are not creating our steps. We are not creating our modules based on $1,000 or $10,000. We are creating a whole bundle, a whole package, you know, around that price. And how do we do that? By creating an effective promise, by seeing how we can change their life by really deep diving into what what things we can do to help them, you know, what changes we can bring in their life. 
and how we can deliver all of that knowledge. So when, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot about, you know, uh, about when we were talking about package and when we were talking about your course, um, I forgot about talking about one thing, that um, how you deliver your, your content is also something part of the experience, okay? It's also, um, it, 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 it's also part of the offer. So for example, you're putting your offer, your program on Kajabi. Now Kajabi offers a very great experience. And so people feel that yes, their price is, um, the price that you're offering, the, the price that you're charging is justified because you're providing them an experience. Everything is flowing well, everything is seamless. Um, you know, everything is right there. So they don't have to go from one place to another to consume your content. Um, and it's, it looks good. So it makes them feel good. Also, if you're, um, so for example, Kajabi is charging, I think 149 or $199 per month. So, and if they know it, that means they are happy that you are actually investing money to provide them this experience. Now, if you're going for a platform that is $10 per month, people know that you're not spending money, but you're charging them, you know, a huge amount. So even though it's not a deciding factor whether they are going to work with you or not, but it's still something that goes in their, you know, subconscious mind. And it just goes unconsciously. So be a little bit careful on that area as well. At the same time, understand that Kajabi or Thinkific or Podia alone will not sell your program. So many people think that just creating and putting their course on these platforms uh, will solve the purpose. And as they say, you know, there's an old saying, um, create and they will come. That doesn't happen, my friend, especially these days when, you know, the competition is cutthroat. Everyone is selling everything <laughs> possible on the earth, maybe. <laughs> and so you have to be a little bit careful on how that on, on, on that you it's not about where you put your course, because wherever it is, it doesn't it's not going to help people come and join it. But it can have an impact, okay? So I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. So for example, if I'm selling something for $497, I probably don't need to go for Kajabi, okay? I can be on Thinkific, I can be on Podia. And that's unless you for yourself want to go for Kajabi, okay? And you want to be like, you want to go for something like an all-in-one platform and that's why you want to go for it and spend $200 per month on a platform. But if you are choosing a platform based on how will it serve your audience and what will be the impact on the audience, then keeping that in mind, you have to be careful on what platform you're choosing according to the price point, okay? According to the investment that you're asking from people, okay? Now, you don't have to go all the way in the beginning to just start paying these platforms money. In the beginning, you can always be, you know, like go for a decent platform and it's fine. But once you start making money, probably you want to go uh, to a, a more expensive or a more kind of an all-in-one platform. 
again, that's that's something you can consider. But again, like I said, it's nothing that's going to make your offer uh, go from zero to 10x. Okay. There are definitely other things that are more important. For example, uh, we've been talking about the promise. We've been talking about um, the incentives, the the course itself. Okay. <laughs> and the price point. So let's get back to where we were. We were talking about the price and we discussed that the fundamental question you need to ask yourself is how much do you want people to pay you? Now, if I want people to pay me $10,000, I want to create something that justifies that price, okay? So I want to solve problem. I want to solve a problem that basically uh, is more than $10,000 to them, okay? So for example, I'm helping people uh, generate 10K months by creating an online course. And I'm charging $10,000 for this. They would be more than happy to pay me. Why not? Why not? Because they know that at the end of the day, not only will they have more time, more freedom, they won't, they don't, no more, no longer will they have to work nine to five, okay? They will have more time on their plate. They can spend more time with their family and they will generate 10K months. So why will they not go for this offer, right? So that's a, that's a big promise. And I'm solving their different problems. I'm helping them create a course. I'm helping them uh, create a sales page that converts. I'm helping them create an offer that converts right? And so many more things. I'm helping them with tech. So yeah. And yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope you guys, you guys are with me up until this point and I hope you're enjoying this thing. And let's go to our last topic, last component, which is guarantee. Now, guarantee so many people ignore because they think, oh, what kind of guarantee do I need to provide them? It's just like, you know, it's irrelevant. But let me tell you one thing, guarantee is something that really, really matters to people these days because so many people are losing money, you know, they are investing in these new coaches and I don't mean to, you know, demean when I say new coaches, what I'm trying to say is people, people invest in coaches and they don't get the returns. Now, I don't blame coaches for this. Sometimes it's also like, it's also because People are not ready to understand that information, okay? So sometimes what happens is that people are running after a shiny like object, right? So people are running after these shiny goals, and they think that in one month or three months, they would be able to generate 10K months. And that's a shiny goal. You know, also a symptom of shiny syndrome when people run after these goals. So you're chasing something that will take time. And at the same time, it's not even about, you know, it's not even about how much time it will take, whether it's going to take one month or three months or 10 months or a year or two years. It's about, are you ready to embrace that information? Are you ready to embody that that? that identity, okay, of a six-figure entrepreneur. 
if you're ready, your mind will open all the, you know, all <laughs> it's going to show you everything that's, I mean, it's, it's like you, you force your child to go to a physics class when your child doesn't have a physics mind, analytical mind, and the, the, the child doesn't want to, uh, or deep inside the child feels that it doesn't have it in, in him or her, and they want to go for sports maybe right? They want to play. They want to be more active. So how do you suddenly transform someone who thinks that they are more into physical activity? How do you transform them into a more, to having a more analytical mind? And what, what's, what's actually encouraging them to go towards physics is the fact that they think, or at least you've told them to think, that if they study physics, they can be an astronaut, okay? And the idea of going to Mars, maybe, <laughs> which if you know me, you know that I'm like, you know, going to Mars is my fantasy, maybe. Not maybe, it is a fantasy, for sure. So you are kind of encouraging the child to go for physics, to opt for physics, because you, and the, <laughs> the lucrative offer is that if you go if, and study physics, you would be able to go to Mars one day, or you would be able to, um, you know, study astrology, sorry, astronomy. I was saying astrology, although they are somewhere connected. So this seems lucrative to the child, and now child is like, yes, I have to study physics. I have to study physics. But internally, they're not ready to, you know, embrace that knowledge. And so they fail. They fail to understand. And then they start doubting themselves. Yeah. And that's what happens with so many people who are investing. That it's the shiny syndrome thing. They want to invest, but they don't have that mind. They're not ready to be the entrepreneurs. Okay, so yeah, it takes time, my friends. It takes time. And faster you can adapt to that identity, faster you can change your mind, your mindset. And it's not just about the mindset. It's also about the mind, okay? You're, you have to change the dots in your mind, <laughs> the nodes in your mind. And faster you can do that, faster you'll start to see the results. All right. Okay. So uh, let's go back to the guarantee. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So for, so guarantee is important because so many people are losing money and they don't want to invest in you if they have 1% chance that, you know, they are going to lose their money again and they don't want to do that. So you have to have this, you know, power packed money back guarantee like you could be and I don't think 30 days or 90 days or 60 days works anymore because it takes time for people to really um you know you implement the strategies that you're teaching and implement whatever you're saying and you yourself as a coach understand that sometimes it's difficult for people to get the changes in one month or three months right depending on what you're teaching and so I love a 365 days guarantee. I just am a big fan. I'm honestly, I've only become 
fan of it like recently, but I love it because I think it's it's it gives people a an opportunity to really try and because they believe that okay, I can slack off a bit, I can fall, I can still get up and still try, you know, and it gives them the belief that they can fail and still try again. Okay, or they can make mistakes. Failure doesn't exist for me, but uh, what I should rather say is mistakes. Uh, so it makes people feel that they can make mistakes and then learn from them. So you give them enough time. You give them 365 days to experiment things. And yeah. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode and I have tried to you know give you as much information as possible given the limitation of you know this uh so I try not to make it a information overload <laughs> and um so if your offer is not selling right now just deep dive into why it's not selling is it the guarantee Am I not giving people the right off the right bonuses? Have I not priced it well? Uh, you know, I, I forgot to talk about this, but let me just, you know, pick up this point, talk about this point a little bit. So there's a psychological belief and so many people fall for it. Sometimes it is justified as well. Sometimes it's not. And so the belief is that... Um, a higher price means a higher value. A premium price means premium experience. Okay. So for example, if I tell you, let's go to a villa and you ask me, or oh, what's the per night price? And I'm going to say that, oh, it's a thousand dollars per night. And you'd be like, oh, is it five star? Do celebrities visit that hotel, that villa? And I'd be like, I don't know, maybe, but it, they should. If they are charging $1,000, it should be a five-star, right? You see? So immediately, I forgot everything else. I forgot about uh, where is the location. Maybe the, um, the villa is in a premium location, and that's why the price is so high. Maybe they have limited number of rooms. Maybe, um, you know, there may be like several other reasons and we may just forgot about that and we started focusing on it should be a five-star property if they're charging so much, right? So that's the perception people have when they see the price on your sales page. That's the hidden perceived value they see in your offer when they see your price. So if you're charging $997 and you put that price on your sales page, people will feel that your offer is actually premium. Your knowledge, you do whatever value you're sharing is actually premium. And it's actually going to help them move the needle or, you know, take them from A to Z, wherever they want to be. All right. So that's also one more thing that you need to keep in mind when you're pricing your program that this perceived value principle applies. So, for example, you're charging someone $49 and so even though they've, so they're going to, they're going to see the, 
the out, they're going to, you know, try to equate the price with the outcome. So for instance, if I'm paying $49, that means the outcome is equivalent to $49, which is like, okay, I think um, you're, you're going to solve a very small problem for me. Okay. So I'm ready to pay $49 for that. Right. So yeah. All right. So I'm not, I'm trying to conclude everything for you now. So if you want to create an offer that is re that converts well, that does the job for you, and that makes you um, no longer have your nine to five job, and you can quit the nine to five job, and you can have more freedom, more time with your family, you can have vacations. <laughs> uh, is so if you want to create that offer, you want to make sure that you convey the promise you. And the promise really talks about the internal transformation and external transformation, okay? And then you have a package. Uh, and when I talk about package, I mean both the course and the bonuses. So your bonuses should try to eliminate all the objections that your audience could possibly have. At the same time, don't overdo it, okay? Don't don't make it like an overwhelm for them. That Don't make it spoon feeding for them as well it totally depends on your price point actually though you know if you're providing a 10k program you can obviously you want people to um you know be going through all your information and not so they don't have to like go to someone else to solve a tiny problem okay so your bonuses and your course your course should actually uh be of value it should actually make you know solve that problem for the people that you're trying to solve. So it shouldn't just be about putting your course on Kajabi or Thinkific or Podia. It should also be about what's actually going into the course. At the same time, your package also means how the overall experience, okay? The overall experience. So if you're putting it on Kajabi, it makes people feel that, yes, the, you're justifying the price because you're providing them that premium experience. If you put it on somewhere else, it could be like, I don't, I'm not sure how you, how you value it, but it matters. At the same time, I'm not encouraging you people to go for Kajabi because if you're just starting out, you could eat, there are plenty of other options. I personally use Podia. I love Podia. The user experience is amazing. Okay. So I do that. And, um, yeah. So after that, you need to make sure that your price point is correct and price point. I see it like how much money I want people to pay me. So for example, if I just, I want to make $50,000 a month and I just want five people in my program. So I'm going to ask them each one of them to pay me $10,000, right? <laughs> or if I'm selling a course and I want, and I know that I want, I'd be able to make 50 sales a month, I'm going to price my course at $1,000 a box, $1,000. And then I want to make sure that the experience these people are getting is worth $1,000, okay? And maybe more than that, okay? When I say experience, I'm not talking about the course. I'm also talking about the entire offer, okay? So keep that in mind. So you 10x the value, you 10x the experience, you make people feel that they are paying 10x less than what they actually should have, should have been paying, okay? So let's say if I'm if someone pays 10 10 10 dollars they should feel that oh this is worth 100 dollars okay that's what i mean 
And the last thing is the guarantee. You make sure you give enough time for, to pe for people to implement your strategies and you're not hurrying them because, you know, the hurry creates uh, worry <laughs> and worry creates panic and panic creates anxiety. I mean, I don't know if they're like kind of interchangeable. So it creates anxiety and anxiety means people don't want to take action. And so they would be asking you for refunds. Okay. And we don't want any refunds. So yeah, I hope, I hope you really got something to implement from this episode. And if you have any questions, let me know in the comments, subscribe to the Guri Show podcast. And if you're looking for help to create your online course and sell your online course so that you become a six-figure entrepreneur, six-figure online course creator, you rise as a course creator, do book a free strategy call with me. I will drop the link in the comments section or sorry, in the notes. Okay. So take care till then. I'm going to see you soon. Bye-bye. Um,